Hello, folks. Welcome once again to another edition of Volunteer Spotlight. Who's behind that voice? This is Ryan O., your host. I'm here with a voice that you may not recognize from actual RTBS broadcasts. It is Sue Mote. Sue, welcome to the program. Welcome. Thank you for having me. And it's Mute. Oh, it's Mute. <laughs> Well, see, this is why we have our volunteers come in so we can learn how to, to properly pronounce your name. Uh, no, so. wor- no worries. Everybody gets it wrong the so, first time. So, so it's mute with the stress on the first syllable. Yes. Okay. Oh, this is good. So, Sue, uh, before we talk about Listen Link, which is what you normally do for us, Correct. tell us about your background. Where are you from? Where were you born? And what brought you to Omaha? Well, I was born and raised in Lincoln, so not very far away. Uh, I first moved to Omaha in the late 60s and spent, oh, a number of years here. And then in the 90s, moved around a bit from Texas to Arizona to Colorado and then moved back here in 2003. Went to Colorado for uh, three years to help take care of a some grandchildren, and then moved back here in 2010. So you mentioned that you were born in Lincoln. Where did you go to school? I am a graduate of Lincoln Northeast, the Rockets. And then did you go to college at UNL? or I did one year of college at UNL and then, um, for various reasons, dropped out, raised uh, a large family. I went back to UNO in the mid-80s, spent three years getting a bachelor's degree, magna cum laude, got a scholarship to Creighton Law School, graduated from there two months before I turned 50. What's the the one thing that you enjoyed most about school? Oh, I just, I love learning. Did you happen to have a favorite subject? I don't think I did. (laughs) I liked, (laughs) I liked... Literature, I liked uh, language, I liked speech classes, I liked accounting classes, I liked history classes. <laughs> you name it, I, I pretty much liked whatever I took. So you mentioned going back to UNO, but before that, um, you, you had a, a large family. Did you have any other work opportunities? I mean, we know that being a mother is the most busy, most exhausting job that you can have and probably the most rewarding in many respects. But did you do anything else professionally? I really did not. Uh, When I did work, uh, I took children into my home and provided daycare for them. Wow. Well, I'm the eldest of a family of nine children. My youngest sister is 16 years younger than I am. So I grew up taking care of children. And then I started having children of my own, and it was just natural to just take care of children. Is your daycare, was that your business? That was the only business I did. Yep, that was my only source of outside income. Otherwise, I was a stay-at-home mom. So I did PTA. I um, did Cub Scouts. I was a den mother. I was the chairman of the Blue and Gold Banquet. Uh, I was the team taxi for the Junior Olympics teams. I was a YMCA soccer coach for a while. But I just... uh, most of what I did was just take care of children. What is the most rewarding thing that you would say that you got out of being a stay-at-home mom? A continuing relationship with my children. I have sons, so uh, 
you lose track of them when they grow up and get married if you haven't had an established relationship with them during their childhoods. It was so nice to be able to be there when they got home from school in the afternoon to hear how their days went and you know, just to be a part of their lives. Tell me about your kids. Well, as I said, I have sons. Uh, one of them runs a bourbon bar and cigar boutique right across the river from Louisville, Kentucky in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Did you say bourbons and cigars? Bourbon and cigars. I love cigars. <laughs> I can't say I'm big on bourbon, but I love a good cigar. So. Well, that's what he does. And he also uh, spends some time in Nicaragua uh, going to the tobacco factories and uh, having his own cigars made. Then another of my sons is in um, Wills Point, Texas. He's a um, manager for a restaurant chain down there. I've got another son who lives here in Omaha, and he is a long-distance truck driver. He makes a run from here to California every week. He goes out on Monday and turns around and comes back and is back home on Friday. Wow. So, uh, yeah, he's getting our Nebraska beef out to the coast, and then he brings back wine or something like that. My two youngest boys uh, both live in Colorado. One is in Castle Rock. And then the youngest is in Steamboat Springs. He and his wife are extreme athletes. He does a 50-mile road race in Steamboat, which is an average elevation of 7,000 feet every year. He's, um, he's had his woofer certification, which is a wilderness first responder. He can uh, <clears throat> snowshoe into the backcountry and bring somebody out on a stretcher all by himself. Uh, he and his kids, they ski, they race, they bike. They, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, 12-year-old girl is, has started ski jumping. I heard you mention grandkids. How many grandkids do you have? Um, I think I'm at 18 right oh, now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got, um, I think, six great-grandchildren. When you're not dealing with your family, what are your hobbies? What, what else do you enjoy doing? Well, I read a lot, even if I'm not reading aloud for radio talking book. Then I knit. Uh, I'm also uh, an Omaha Performing Arts Ambassador, so I spend a lot of time down at the Orpheum Theater and the Holland Theater uh, getting people into events and seated and making sure everything goes right there. I also volunteer um, at Trinity Episcopal Cathedral downtown with the down, downtown Episcopal Outreach. Every Wednesday morning, we make 200 lunches, and then we distribute them to the homeless people on the streets of Omaha and at a couple of uh, low-income housing units for older folks. Wow. And you said you're a knitter, too, huh? Yes. I've been knitting for, mm, all right, we won't talk about how many years. <laughs> <laughs> no judgments here. We enjoy our, our seasoned volunteers. So we love it. What are you working on right now? Um, right now, I am working on a, a baby blanket uh, in 
a bright turquoise and then a turquoise and lime and golden yellow uh, pattern. Um, and it, once I get that finished, then I'll make a stocking cap to go with that and then put it in my stock. And then I'll probably do another shawl and then maybe a sweater. And, wow. And then I do, um, I do mittens a lot. Uh, there are times when people donate yarn to me and I knit stocking caps that are distributed then. Well, you mentioned that you'd like to read. What, when you're not reading for Radio Talking Book, what do you enjoy reading? Oh, I'm a fan of murder mysteries. Oh, me too. <laughs> Who's your favorite author? Well, let's see. I've read John Sanford, J.A. Jantz, Agatha Christie, um, George MacDonald, Dennis Lahan. I just, I bounce around. Do you know that John Sanford is my favorite crime thriller author? <laughs> His early Lucas Davenport novels are still my absolute favorite. Those first 10 oh, that he did. Yes. All, the Prey novels are just wonderful. Yes. There is no better, yeah. in my opinion, no better cat and mouse uh, <laughs> writer out there with Lucas always chasing his victim or villain of the of the yeah. book. I love those well, books. Well, and I've also branched off onto his Virgil Flowers. Virgil Flowers, <laughs> yep. I have to admit, I haven't started those yet. And oh, I'm, They're good. They're good. Virgil is... Uh, an unusual character, <laughs> so he's enjoyable. Yeah, and the other thing I do is um, I do a little bit of acting around town. Oh. So I've been on stage at um, the old Grand Old Players at the Bellevue Little Theater at um, the Bridget St. Bridget at the old Shelter Belt at the Circle Theater uh, at the Omaha Community Playhouse. <laughs> And currently, I'm in rehearsals for a show at the Florentine Players. Wow. This is so this explains the mic placement at the beginning of the we, we were talking about how to talk into your mic, and clearly, you knew what you were doing. So, yes. is this where that comes from, from your performative work? That's partly where it comes from. Also, um, I used to do a little, I competed in oratory uh, when I was in college and high school. So, I learned how to use a microphone very early. Well, this is great. This is amazing, Sue. This is why I love talking to our volunteers and learning more about them. Let's talk about Listen Link. What brought you to Radio Talking Book? I enjoy reading, and I'm good with a microphone. So it's like, well, why don't we put those two together? How did you learn about us? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long ago, I just... Don't remember. Do you remember about when you came here? Oh, it's been six or seven years or something like that, okay. I think. Okay. Yeah. And I do, and I read for list. I don't, you know, come in and read the newspaper or anything like that. What I, I read for listening link, I read college level textbooks for students who are blind or visually impaired. So I've read everything from. Uh, a book on homeland security and terrorism to computer coding books. And right now I'm going to start work, working on the Nebraska novels. I'm currently trying to get through um, Lydia Kang's uh, Absinthe and o Opium and Absinthe. 
And this is for the Listening Link program. I should tell our listeners because there's no reason they would know about it if they're listening to us on the broadcast. This is a a deal that we have with the University of Nebraska at Omaha and I think Creighton as well. We will have our volunteers read textbooks for college-level kids or students. I should say some of them are non-traditional mm-hmm. students. So, Sue, you're part of that program. Well, I tell you, we thank you so much for all of your time and energy doing that for us. I know that the reading isn't particularly fun. Textbooks are often very dry. <laughs> but we uh, we really appreciate all the time that you give us here at Radio Talking Book. I know the students do. Well, it, it just feels very rewarding uh, when I finish a book for a student. It's like, okay, we made it through one more. And they get a chance to be successful in their Uh, coursework. And I'm very much in favor of encouraging students. Well, Sue, we are almost out of time because it flies when you're having fun. Let me ask you our final question. If there's one message you could give to our listeners of Radio Talking Book, what would it be? One message. It's keep listening. Let us know what you like so that we can add that to our programming. Excellent advice. And Sue Mute, thank you so much for taking the time to come talk to us today. And thank you for all you do for Radio Talking Book with Listening Link. We very much appreciate your your time and your energy. And thank you. And this has been Ryan O with Volunteer Spotlight, who's behind that voice, talking to Sue Mute today on Radio Talking Book. Thank you so much for listening, and please stay tuned for our next program. Bye-bye, folks. <laughs>